Hey, TGIF everyone, Kurt Everson here from the South Dakota Bankers Association bringing you this week's report of legislative activity at the state capitol and pier. The highlight of a busy sixth week of the 2019 session was the SDBA State Legislative Day on Wednesday. About 100 bankers participated in the day's programming that included meetings of the SDBA's Legislative Committee and Board of Directors. New to this year's event, about about 50 bankers participated in sessions designed for South Dakota banking industry emerging leaders. Attendees also gained insights from ABA's Chief Policy Officer, Naomi Camper, and from Governor Christy Nome. The day's festivities concluded with an evening reception where the SDBA and member bankers hosted state legislators, constitutional officers, and other invited guests. So, here's the legislative news for the week. And headlining this week's report was action on House Bill 1184 dealing with business development banks. As luck would have it, the House State Affairs Committee hearing on this bill to authorize a special purpose business development bank charter took place early Wednesday morning. I had planned on talking legislative basics with our emerging leaders at 7.45 in the morning, but needed to testify in opposition to HB 1184 at the same time. So we decided to bus bankers to the Capitol early Wednesday to witness the debate on HB 1184 live and in person. Three bankers offered compelling testimony in opposition to the bill. First Dakota National Bank's Carl Adam, Dakota Bank's Dave Bangasser, and Core Trust Bank's Lynn Peterson. I can't thank those gentlemen enough for stepping up to the plate and absolutely knocking the ball out of the park. After more than an hour of proponent and opponent testimony, follow-up Q&A, and committee debate, members ultimately decided to defer House Bill 1184 to the non-existent 41st legislative day by a vote of 8-4, to thereby defeating the measure. During the committee debate, it became clear that members of the House State Affairs Committee had heard industry concerns about HB 1184 directly from bankers back home. Without that banker engagement, the outcome of HB on HB 1184 would likely have been different. Direct banker involvement can be a powerful tool in the public policy-making process, The defeat of HB 1184 provides concrete evidence of the power of grassroots activity. My sincere thanks go out to all who stepped up and made a difference. Anyone wishing to listen to the debate on HB 1184 can find it via the South Dakota Legislature's website at sdlegislature.gov, then go find HB 1184 on the bill list. The next bill <clears throat> we'll talk about <clears throat> excuse me, is HB 1090, dealing with commercial property assessed clean energy programs. This year's attempt at enabling establishment of local CPACE programs in South Dakota had its first committee hearing on Monday. In my testimony, I expressed concerns regarding three basic things. First was the potential for poorly structured 
poorly underwritten loans and high-pressure sales tactics that have been employed elsewhere by energy improvement salesmen. Second area of concerns is that these loans could cover 100% of hard and soft dollar costs of an energy efficiency project with durations up to 20 years. The third uh, significant area of concern about the bill was that there was a lack of centralized statewide authority that would certainly be needed to ensure that a CPACE program had any prospect for sustainable success. Opposing testimony also came from utility companies and South Dakota's county officials. Members of the House Commerce Committee defeated HB 1090 by a vote of 11 to 2. HB 1050 deals with the possession and use of scanners and re-encoders to acquire payment card information without authorization. Introduced by Representative Hugh Bartles uh, from Watertown, who is also a retired banker, HB 1050 updates criminal statutes dealing with information stored on payment cards. HB 1050 makes it a felony offense to own or possess a scanner or re-encoder with the intent to use the device to obtain or alter information encoded or embedded on the card without permission. When this body of law was enacted more than a decade ago, embedded chips on cards didn't exist. HB 1050 uh, brings this body of law up to date with current payment card technology. While committee members clearly supported passage of, of this bill, final action on the measure is on hold until the Legislative Research Council staff produce a prison impact statement that is required prior to passage of any bill that puts a new felony crime on the law books. Representative Bartles appropriately pointed out that it's already a felony offense to steal information from the magnetic stripe on a card, and HB 1050 simply puts the same penalty in place for stealing information from an embedded chip. But the bill was deferred and will be taken up again on February 20th. The last bill for today uh, is House Bill 1207, and it's a measure that would protect financial institutions providing services to cannabis-related businesses. The House Commerce Committee held a brief hearing on Wednesday morning to amend HB 1207, proposing to add five new sections to the South Dakota Code. Under the new language, the state may not prohibit, penalize, or otherwise discourage under law, regulation, or rule any state charter depository institution from providing financial services to a legitimate cannabis-related business or to a state or political subdivision of a state that exercise jurisdiction over those kinds of businesses. The proposed law would not require a South Dakota depository institution to provide financial services to any cannabis-related business. The language of Section 4 of this bill is curious. It states, nothing in this act requires the state or any financial institution located within this state from complying with federal laws or regulations or from assisting law enforcement or federal government employees uh, that work in related financial institutions. 
Lastly, the bill authorizes the Division of Banking to research and develop ways to promote economic growth through providing financial services to legitimate cannabis-related businesses. The chairman of the House Commerce Committee intends to convene a substantive hearing on HB 1207 next Friday, February 22nd. As always, uh, please give me a shout if you have uh, questions or concerns at any time. So that's it for this week. Everybody have a great, hopefully a little better weekend, a little warmer. Thanks. Bye-bye.